Welcome to another edition of Megan Fun of Sports. We are back on our regular scheduled programming here on a Tuesday. It is March 15th. We are just one day away from Austin 316 Day, two days away from St. Patrick's Day, and one day removed from Pi Day in the middle of NFL free agency. It's been a frenzy going on. We got some March Madness to talk about. Baseball's back. Germany has a problem with our our friend Megan Gailey. And we have a new segment coming to you today that we're going to call Megan's Moron of the Month. But before we get to all of that, want to give you some bets to kick off the day with. Notre Dame tomorrow, they play Rutgers. These are the play-in games. Very exciting as we kick off the NCAA tournament. Notre Dame is one-point favorites over Rutgers. I like Rutgers and Ron Harper Jr., but I got to go with the experienced coach. I'm taking Notre Dame and Mike Bray. And then, Megan, um, I want you to watch this game closely. It's Bryant okay. and Wright State. Bryant is three-and-a-half-point underdogs, and they have a player named Peter Kiss. He will be the most hated man in America <gasps> if they advance throughout the tournament because Why? he's a total asshole. Um, Grayson he, Allen vibes? Yes. Oh. Grayson Allen probably on steroids. Whoa! He's just not as well-known because he goes to Bryant. This is actually his third college. He was at Quinnipiac, Rutgers, now Bryant. There was a New York Post article about him, and I just about how he's so controversial. And I wanted to read you this little quote. Um, Two head coaches from the league declined to comment on the six-foot-five Kiss's antics. The league's commissioner didn't want to be interviewed for the story. He was suspended for two games for his conduct after a contentious win over LIU that included 12 technical fouls and four ejections. He's very in your face, but in this game, Bryant, Wright State, I'm taking Bryant, three and a half point underdogs because the tournament needs Peter Kiss. We need that type we of need controversy. We need an enemy. Yeah, we in need our a life. villain. All right, now that we got, got through all that housekeeping, Megan Gailey, how are you? I'm pretty good. You know, I have to be taking Unisom. I'm sure everyone's like, oh, God, how long have you been pregnant? That's And if you feel that way, think how I feel. Um, so I have to take Unisom to sleep, and I usually take half of one, and I, like, and they, they're they easy to break in half, but last night I think I broke three quarters of one off, uh -oh. and so I'm like, what's up? You know, um, my hair is like a little, hmm, I'm a little cockeyed. Um... And then I thought I could go right back to sleep after this, but I forgot it's fucking tax season. It is tax season. I have to file my tax extension because you know my ass is not ready. Um, so pretty good. I um, Do you think it's better, though, to file your taxes now before the baby? or Because your life's only going to get crazier, right? Yeah. I, the thing is, we shouldn't have to do taxes. It, it's just not... It's not okay, and we don't know how to do it. I have I have a full team, Charles, Cassandra, and I'm, they're constantly disappointed in me. And the thing is, I don't really even have to do that much, and I still cannot do it. They sh just take the money. Take the money and never make me send you anything. Please, I wish it was just automatically this. deducted. Because it already is. And then, and then more. I, I can't. It's too hard. Um, I know I'm complaining about this while a war is raging. Um, but, yeah. Speaking of, I've had a war going on on Twitter. I don't yeah. know if you've seen, Megan. So, Germany Twitter is very It's upset. not even... No, Germany's fine with me, actually. 
I've been cleared in Germany of all charges. I've been cleared of all charges in Germany. Okay, so for those of you who don't follow Megan Gailey on <clears throat> That's Twitter, rude. first of all, what are you doing? Rude. <laughs> so go follow her right now. Better Megan Gailey, I believe. So Sunday at 11.30 a.m., after seeing that Naomi Osaka was booed at Indian Wells, a place where Serena and Venus have also gone through um, terrible treatment a while ago, and then they came to terms, but Indian Wells is like less than two hours from my home. Um, and I think of, it's very close to Palm Springs where I got married. I'm like, this is, it's uh, fun gay men and old people. What, this is the best of the best. Why are we booing people? But I think there's some kooks there. So I tweeted, the only tennis player we need to be mean to is Novak Djokovic. This is innocuous, you know? And then I went to go watch the Purdue Big Ten title game at a bar. Mm -hmm. Okay. I come back and I have all of these Twitter notifications and I'm like, what has happened? This has somehow been picked up by the Djokovic army, which I did not know exists. These people are scarier than the beehive. I was okay? just about to say, who's who's worse, beehive or Djokovic army? I, I think this is, I cannot, I, I, I think this is the Djokovic army. Because I don't know if they're bots, I don't know if they're real. I think they're also the anti-vax army because mm -hmm. of him. Um... Okay, some of the responses, if your hate could be turned into electricity, it would light up the whole world. Um, and then, I hope you find happiness soon. I'm praying for your baby. Who would knock up a piece of shit like you? Inciting online bullying. Please seek professional help. You belong in a psychiatric ward. Wow. These are wow. overly intense. How are you feeling after these? Did you laugh? Did ah. it make you sad? Ah. How are you feeling? Well, what's really fun, just found another one. At Colts, they tagged the Indianapolis Colts. Are you really proud of this bully? And it's like, I don't work for the Colts. <laughs> That's the I get. So now I'm proud that I tweet so much, it seems like I do work for the Colts. <laughs> it's like, what are the Colts going to do? Say, I can't be their fan because I don't like this universally disliked man a man who was thrown out of a continent of australia the nicest people on earth who i do ridicule but it's like what is happening lots of thoughts for my baby and for my husband wow wow okay wow. so the internet is still undefeated yeah especially so twitter i what i always notice is my followers on instagram are very very kind yeah. So kind. Tua. And then my followers on Twitter a lot of times have a problem with me. And usually it's because yeah. I don't like Tom Brady. And yeah. obviously Tom Brady was in the news this week because 41 days after he announced that he was hanging it up and forgot to thank the Patriots and forgot to thank New England and forgot to thank the Crafts, Tom Brady shocks no one and right. comes out of retirement says he's coming back to play for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Now, that was the surprising part. Yeah. I am just annoyed with Brady. And I've been annoyed with Brady since he left New England. And it's because when he was in New England, he was humble. He was quiet. He stayed about his business. He won. He wasn't as in-your-face. He wasn't making five documentaries and making a movie about his life. And then he leaves, and we've seen a different side of Brady, and this is why I don't like him. And I think, based on my Twitter reactions, a lot of Patriots fans are starting to populate towards 
my Brady hate Island. And there's plenty of room for everyone on this Brady hate Island. But this was just so disgusting. He says he wants to spend time with his family. 40 days later, screw you family. I'm going back to play football. I want to know what Giselle thinks. I want to know what Bruce Arians thinks. I want to know Bill Belichick's reaction. And I want to hear from the guy who spent $518,000 on Tom Brady's last touchdown pass ball. Now it's only worth about 50 K. I know, but that, that's the person I feel the least bad for. Cause it's like, you're a rich dude who like lost, you know, <laughs> It, he's actually pretty funny. Um, I I have to say, as someone who's long been on this island, and not hate, I would say I obviously have respect for him, and there's envy and jealousy wrapped up in there. Um, but I've been, you know, running some tours out of the Brady Hate Island. I think that what you have disliked about him since he's been in Tampa, a lot of us saw hidden deep inside. Um, so I think the most shocking part of this is, is how short, the duration was like everyone was like uh feels like he is gonna come back i heard um hall of famer steve young last week be like he's gonna come back but it's not gonna be until like july i was thinking and something s- like that too yeah because, because he- tom if you never leave if you're never out of the news we can't miss you so now we're just annoyed by you well and the and the thought process that steve was saying for the that time period was that by then the Bucks will have moved on and we'll have a new quarterback and be like, oh, what do we do? But it's like, I don't know how you ever say no to Tom if he wants to come back. Um, because it seemed like he was done with the Bucks for sure. Definitely done with the Bucks. And Arians had, had him in his hand and said all of these comments <clears throat> at the combine, like, he thinks he's going somewhere else. Good luck. No, you're not. You're coming back here if you want to play football. So I'm so curious now what Tom thinks about Arians and this Bucks organization because he really painted Belichick and the Patriots organization out to be the bad guys after he left. Oh, yeah. you know, Bill made me walk. I had to walk. I had no choice. I had to go. And now he's dealing with this situation with Arians where he wanted to go. We all know he wanted to go to San Francisco. Everyone mm-hmm. knows that. And Arians said, sorry, bud, if you want to play, you're staying here. So I think Brady's going to run Arians out of town. I don't oh, think Arians dear. will be coaching the Bucks next year. But the thing is, it's, it's not even Arians' choice at the end of the day. It's the GM and the ownership. I think um, that and they're Arians not going to trade Tom gonna Brady. You're not no. going to trade Tom Brady within the NFC. Because um, there's been lots of jokes about, like, the AFC is, is so stacked now, and it's young. Um, and then Russell Wilson obviously added to it, which we'll see if he can be the Russell Wilson of of a few years ago. But it's like, of course he wants to be in the NFC. But, um, yeah, they're not going to give you up. Well, he also wants to be in the NFC because the NFC is, is, is no good right now. I mean, he saw yeah. Rodgers... I want and to that's be in the NFC. Like, all I have to do is get through Rodgers? Cool. That's easy. <laughs> I could do that. But, I mean, the NFC may be heating up. We are sitting right now during NFL free agency. We are waiting for breaking news. At any moment, we will interrupt this podcast for breaking news. But the buzz is Deshaun Watson. And right now, everyone was thinking, where's he going to go? It's looking maybe Steelers. Nope. Yesterday, the Steelers said we have Mitch Trubisky. Maybe I'm the Colts. I'm happy for Mitch. I'm nope. happy for Mitch. Houston, Houston says he you're not going. He was never going to come to Indianapolis. You're not going to Indianapolis. Um, Carolina was one. And then late last night, 
all of a sudden Atlanta emerges. So I think this is probably going to be where Deshaun Watson ends up, which Megan Gailey is great for you because that means you can end up with Matt Ryan, which I think, I think that's a good quarterback for you. I just feel like he's old. And then um, the Colts are really, really stressing me out. I do have to say that when you say if, with the song watch, what? See, I'm on pills, but not like they're pregnancy approved. Um, when you say everyone's thinking, where's Deshaun Watson going to uh, wind up? That's actually not what I was thinking. Um, I have been really quite disappointed in the recruitment efforts that I have seen from players that I really love and admire. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously cleared by a grand jury on Friday. 22 accusations is a lot to me, um, and I know that there'll never be an amount of accusations that will make um, certain men believe women, but I hear 22 and I go, oh, I don't need to grand jury. <laughs> like, my eye test tells me that that's not good. Um, I did DM a certain Colts player this weekend to tell him I was disappointed. <laughs> did he get back to you? And he still keeps tweeting at him. <laughs> I mean, I've lost it. I've lost. The thing is, I, this, I think this free agency is going to break me. I texted you yesterday. Will the Colts sign a quarterback before I have this baby? I don't know. And I don't know if I can do this. I think you're, you're going to end up with Matt Ryan or Jimmy Garoppolo, which I would be thrilled with if I were you. But it seems like you're not. I mean... I don't know how much better you're going to get. Kirk Cousins already signed with no. Minnesota. You don't want Kirk Cousins no. anyway. No. Trubisky, no. I know you're happy for Mitch, but he sucks. He's of course, I don't know. I'm, ha I'm happy for him in the way of like, like when an ex that you hated gets married. You know, yes. I'm like, it's like happy for him in that way. What's what's scaring me is this Mariota talk. I'm like, this what is? I would rather. Uh, uh, I think in order, I would go Matt Ryan, Jimmy Garoppolo, then Mariota. Derek Carr, I know. You're not getting him. I, I think he's mm -hmm. staying. He has to stay in Vegas. It's going to break me. It's going to break me. Um, so. But there, there's been some, some movement already. We've seen Amari Cooper. He went to the Browns. Kirk Cousins was extended. Trubisky, I mentioned, to the Steelers. J.C. Jackson of the Patriots got paid. The Chargers are loading up, and finally yeah. that team's going to have some defense. I'm really excited to watch the Chargers. Teddy two gloves down to Miami to be Tua's backup. So that's another quarterback gone. I can't wait to see where Allen Robinson goes. Jarvis Landry, he's Jarvis Landry released. Yes. He's released into the world. Into the world. He's out there. I can't wait to see where he's going to go. And I also want to know how long it will be until Antonio Brown is back in Tampa with Tom Brady. Oh, I don't know how you see do that's that. another reason that's I think a, that's Arians why you is gone. Bruce, gone. Bruce is gonna be gone because Brady's mm. going to say, I want Antonio Brown on this team. And I love Bruce Arians. I love a white man in a Kangol hat on record. Um, do you think there's a I mean it's too late now. Like everyone has a coach. Do you think anyone goes, Oh, maybe we don't like our coach now for him? I mean, this is a Super Bowl winning coach and before Brady, a, a successful coach with Tom's, call, Tom's calling the shots. Wow. I think Tom Brady's going to be the coach. Him and his uh, witch doctor, Alex Guerrero. I do have to say, I think Giselle was tired of him. That's my... Everyone was like, he was tired of his kids. It's like, no. I think he came home and everyone was like, that sucks. Um, and then he was like, well, I guess I'll go play football. They like me. I truly believe that Tom thought he was going to wiggle his way out of this 
contract, test the waters in free agency, and go play for the 49ers. 40, 41 days is so short. It's comical. It's, it's so ridiculous. He's so needy. He's so annoying. My therapist always tells me, you know, the human needs are very important. We all have different human needs. And she would tell Tom Brady that he has a high need for significance. Wow. He, he clearly does. Very high need for significance. And, I mean, we all do to a certain extent, but I don't think anybody has it more than Tom Brady. He's like a high school guy still living in the glory days, can't shut the yearbook. We've all moved on. We're all talking about other things. We call you the GOAT. It's like uh, you are the GOAT. He is you have the done best it. You are at the player top. to ever play the game. That's inarguable. But Tom, you have the most stuff. Tom, you're looking like Brett Favre right now. He's like a hoarder. Well, let's hope he doesn't send his dick to anybody. Mm. That girl does stand up now. Wow. Also, oh, yeah. the timing of all of his announcements are absurd. It's he too much. He announced he was leaving from the Patriots on March 17th of 2020 during the middle of the... Not middle, during the very early days of the pandemic when the whole world was freaking out. Then he announces he's unretiring during Kevin Garnett's retirement ceremony, not retirement, but they're honoring or putting his number up into the rafters at the Boston Garden and yeah. during Selection Sunday. The NFL has said, much. screw you all other sports. This is about us. This is our league. Too much. Too much, I say. Tom Brady, just, we don't care. And let us know when you're really done. And this time, please, please mention the Patriots, the Crafts, well, New England, maybe. and Megan Connolly in your retirement announcement. Maybe that's thank why you. he came back, you know? He, he needs haters. Like his, his thank you note wasn't long enough. <laughs> oh, God. All right, well, let's take a quick break, and we're going to come back and tell you all about March Madness. Okay, we are back. There is still no breaking news. The Colts have not signed anyone yet. I did get a Twitter notification. Let me look what it says. Um, uh, nope, no news yet. Just just about Deshaun Watson and how the Falcons are interested in him. So we'll keep you posted on that. It is March. Yeah. And extra points over here, we at Extra Points, are putting on a contest, and all you have to do is enter. Go on over to extrapoints.com slash arcade. Enter the contest. If you are the winner of this bracket challenge, you can win $1,000. Okay. It's pretty good. It's free to enter. costs you $0. And then amongst our staff, all of the Extra Points talent, we have Harry, we have Eddie Spaghetti, we have Cousin Sal, obviously Brother Bry, the Degenerate Trifecta, we have Damashek. I mean, there's there's so many people. Us, obviously, Martin Us, Weiss, who um, just had to pick from the cap of consequences, and we're finding out now the loser of the extra points tourney challenge will also have to pick from the cap of consequences. So before when we did this, oh it was boy. the bathwater, and it was the loser out of everyone had to pick from this cap of consequences. Now it's just the extra points alleged talent yes um, so if you are a, a fan out there a listener you're off the hook um but if you're just two kind irish gals named megan during the week of our ancestors very much on the hook i think that you could get away with not picking because yeah. around the time this ends is going to be around the time you're giving birth so yeah. i think you might be able to dodge a bullet a medical ex a medical exemption get out of it um you know like a future president not wanting to go to war 
But now I'm concerned because if you get out of it, I think I might have to to well, take it for what you. What if they? What if it's like? No, yeah, I'll just be like, listen, it has to be something that's approved by my doctor. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is there a worse cap of consequences than having your body rip open to have a giant baby? I mean, I'll put that in the cap of consequences and see if Sal draws it. You have to give birth. That's in the cap. Yeah. It's like, okay, is anyone else here going to get genital stitches in the next few months? No. Then I think my cap of consequences is probably worse. I do want to drink some breast milk, though, but I'm waiting. You can I'm have I'm debating some. if I want to try some of yours or, you mean... Or just wait until I have my own one day. I really, I, I've really been offering it. it up. You know, it's liquid gold is what they call it. It's mm-hmm. like coveted. CJ's really excited to try it. Some would say too excited. And he doesn't even take milk in his coffee. So I don't know what he's going to have it on. Um, but I heard yeah. it tastes like almond milk. I heard it's very light. They need to know. We need to be graphic because I feel very unprepared to have a child someday. And I'm nowhere near that point. There's a bug Oof. flying around my house. I'm going like And then um, the prop quiz winner was... Honey, you know I'm going to try and say this. Vidas Marajosius. Congratulations, Vidas. We are very proud of you. You got six right. Okay, so it is March. March Madness. The bracket is out. It's been unveiled. Megan, did you take a look at this bracket at all? I took a, I took a look at it because I wanted to see where Purdue was. Mm-hmm. And we're a three seed, which great um and yeah i just like to see where they end up i'm like cj like signed me up for something like there's almost like two i always struggle with i'll probably end up doing like five brackets when it's all said and done do i do them all the same and like i always like to pick an ivy for Mm -hmm. the upset but the ivy's playing purdue in the first round so it's like okay well then i can't do that you know so when you have your things that you're like this is what i do and then you feel it all start to like crumble around you i don't know i'm scared well it is wide open i don't know if you watched yeah. any of these conference tournaments but I did. man is it open i mean i think a lot of teams could win this there's no clear-cut number one obviously gonzaga they're a number one seed everyone has their eyes on duke kentucky has been said to be one of the best teams in the country but i don't think there's any clear-cut favorite here Anyone could win this tournament, and that's what's so great about March. I love that you pick the Ivy League team because I also do that as a strategy. One, I used to work for the Ivy League. I did some play-by-play for them back in the day. And um, what I find about Ivy League teams is they're always very fundamentally sound, and I like mm-hmm. my teams in March to be fundamentally sound. If you have good guards, experienced veterans, you can go on a little bit of a run in March. doesn't mean you're going to win but can go on a run. That's why I like Texas, but now they're playing Virginia Tech in the opening round, and I can't go against the Hokies, especially after they won the ACC tournament. And I also have a really good joke for you on this one. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so, Megan, uh, if this you're gonna, you can use this. Everyone can use this. Um, okay, great. So if you're at a bar for March Madness, here, I'm going to paint the scene. You're at a bar for March Madness, you're sitting there, and you're watching the TV and Virginia Tech's on, and you look at the person next to you, and you're like, look at these guys. <laughs> What even is a hokey? And then they go, I don't know. And then you go, it's a key to your mother's bedroom. Oh, and wow. it usually gets wow. wow usually wow, gets wow. some good. I'm working on it. So um, that I one's honestly, free. Thank you. I feel like doing that as a pregnant woman probably gonna get bigger laughs too. 
Definitely. So everyone <clears throat> can use that. Let me know how the hokey joke goes. Anyways, Virginia Tech, they're a team that won the ACC, underachieved during the regular season, but again, fundamentally sound. Gonzaga, I mentioned before, they're a number one seed. They look really good, but they're yeah. in the West bracket. They'll have to play Duke and Alabama at some point, and those are two teams that they lost to during the regular season. I do think most people are going to pick Gonzaga to be the one seed that like definitely gets through. So if you want to like strategy wise, I just like <clears throat> I do love when a bracket wins and it's like an old woman that's like, I just picked based on mascots. Like it really is so crazy the way <laughs> that people win that it's like even when experts pour over them. Shit gets messed up. It really does because it's March <clears throat> and and anyone wins. And, and even Anything these play-in teams. Happen. Like Notre Dame has a playing game against Rutgers. I know I gave you the advice to bet Notre Dame at the beginning. I could see Rutgers winning and going on a little tear there. I'd um, rather Rutgers, but that's just me because I'm a Notre Dame hater. <laughs> I have a sibling that went to Notre Dame, so I have to... Uh, I know. We're both Irish Catholic. I really shouldn't be a hater of it, but... Um, what I want to know is who is ending Coach K's career, and will that team be cursed forever. Oh, wow. See, I would love for Duke to make it to the final four, at least. I don't necessarily think they're going to win it all. You know that I, 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 there's something theatrical about it. Um, obviously if they won it all, I think that would be like the cherry on top, the perfect ending to whatever, um, coach K story we're going to get where Kevin James plays him. But I just don't know if that's going to happen happen but I am kind of like the the writer in me is kind of rooting for that Megan. well and then one shining moment would be all just coach k career highlights <clears throat> we just forget the traditional one shining moment and we just mm -hmm. run coach k's retirement video yeah I'm done with that I hope they lose to someone like Mercer when they did several years ago <laughs> And then that team just never wins another game. And then we have a 30 yeah. for 30 about how they ended Coach K's career, and that was it. Yeah, wow. Um, another um, storyline in March is Sister Jean. <clears throat> I can't believe she's still alive. I mean, this woman truly. was a star, I think it was three March Madnesses ago now. Yeah, because, because we, we didn't a couple years. We didn't have March Madness in 2020. Last year, there were no fans. Yeah, so it feels like it was 2019 or 2018. Yeah, and she's in her 90s at Loyola, Chicago, which, by the way, if anyone from Northwestern is listening, can you please just fire Chris Collins or do something with the athletic program? Northwestern has been to one NCAA tournament. This guy has coached there way too long, and everybody transferred. Meanwhile, Loyola's a mile down the road, <laughs> and they're darlings. They've been so good. So, um, and a I'm much get smaller school. Much yeah. smaller school, way less money. They um, someone from Loyola also wrote a negative review of me while I was pregnant. Um, and so now I root against them. And yeah, that so means I have to root against Sister Jean. And it's like, you know when I love an elder. But mm -mm, you I come really, for me, bitch. I come for you. I really cannot believe she has survived through this COVID. global, <laughs> global pandemic. And I think she is the key to Loyola's success. I can't well, wait to see the shots of her. She's got a line right to God. That's she what does. she says. So it's like when you've got an old nun on your side, we're talking sound of music level shit. Like, you, Purdue didn't have any nuns. 
I also think she's intense. I don't think she accepts losing. Like we paint her out to be this nice old woman in a wheelchair who's a nun. I think that she is a total badass and she has very high standards, especially for this men's basketball program. Oh, wow. So you think that she's like a, like a, like gets after them. Oh yeah. She has to. I mean, she, if she wasn't feisty, she'd be dead by now. Um, so who, who do you have in, I don't even, don't, don't ask me this question because I don't know, but who do you have in your, um, final four? Haven't filled out my official bracket yet, but I think I'm going to pick Kentucky to win it all. Okay. Okay. I love that. I'm trying to find, um, this story and you may know his name. It happened, um, during one of the tournaments last week, there was a Florida player who over a year ago, um, collapsed on the court, had a medical emergency, will never be able to play again. And then checked in was the, um, was a, you know, a starter in one of the games. Just, they did the, um, tip off and, and standing ovation. It was against, um, Kentucky. He went over, hugged coach Cal, obviously hugged his coach. It was like the, I, I saw it on TikTok and they were like, this is heartwarming. I was like, this is like, I don't, this is like hard though. This is Um, so devastating. I do remember when he collapsed and it was terrifying. Um, I remember watching Keontae Johnson. That sounds about right. Yes. Keontae Johnson. Um, he collapsed during a game last December. Yeah. And Keontae Johnson could have died. Um, and now his basketball career is over. His life career is beginning. So. Yeah, and it looks like he took a $5 million insurance payout. So. Oh, okay. There's my husband. Oh, hi, CJ. Wearing his Jalen Rose Denver Nuggets jersey. Oh, to... today I have on um, a little Bill Walton. Oh, wow. So, yeah, cartoon. Go... Cartoon Bill Walton. Um, okay, so March Madness, enter the contest. It's fun. I oh, mean... it's so fun. This is for, this is the most, um, fun for non-sports fans, I yes. think, you know, and I always love this week. It always coincides with St. Patrick's Day, which is truly, as a former Chicago bartender, I should like hate this week. Um, and as an Irish person, you know, people are like, Megan Gailey. Um, but I just love letting people know that Ireland actually had enough potatoes. We did have enough potatoes. England took our fucking potatoes. Um, and maybe that's okay because if it wasn't for their little sticky fingers, I I would not be here. You would probably not be here. So our ancestors came over, but Ireland had enough potatoes. I loved St. Patrick's Day as a child because I was an Irish step dancer and it meant (gasps) that I got to miss school. Wow, I didn't do it. And then my mom did it as a grown up, and it's like maybe I should have done it. I don't even know if they had it in Indiana. All of my cousins did it, so my grandparents are off the boat. My husband's last name, obviously, is Connolly. My maiden name is O'Brien. O'Brien. And, but he says that he's fake Irish, and I'm real Irish because my family is is closer to... Mm. They, they came to this country later. Later, yeah. So our family parties are a lot of Irish music, a lot of um, alcohol, 
and mm-hmm, a lot mm-hmm. of um, Irish food, which really yeah. isn't that good. Irish breakfast see, I is love great, it. but I mean, everything else is just boiled. So Oh, see, I had Irish soda bread at my baby shower and I love, I Irish love soda it. Um, I love corn, bre- corn beef. I love. I didn't as a kid. I was like, this is disgusting. I love boiled potatoes. I love the boiled carrots. Ooh, I get <laughs> excited for it. Um, yeah, St. Patrick's Day is great. There's usually a lot of parades. I think there was two in Chicago this weekend. Yes, because they celebrate, like, they want everyone to be able to get blackout drunk. And so Chicago dyes the river green, whatever the weekend is before. Or I did work one Saturday where St. Patrick's Day fell on Saturday. And it also happened to be the first, like, nice day of the year. Oh my God, people had sex in our attic. It was at the bar. It was mayhem outside. I think I was in college that day. And I apologize if I did anything to um, be disrespectful to you. I can't be held responsible for what I did on St. Patrick's Day in Chicago in college. And then the other thing is the the real rowdy time in Chicago is the Sunday after the downtown Chicago parade is well Saturday is the downtown parade yeah Sunday is the south South side parade which they had to cancel at one point because it got way too (laughs) rowdy but it is back in better than ever I don't know if it will ever reach the level it once did but man it was it was and it's funny because that's like the family one (laughs) it's uh, clearly um and yeah it's so fun I love when they televise it and you're just like look at these guys that they let walk in it Oh my god, it's a dream come true. My cousins and I, we used to just walk in it and just because yeah, it seems like they'd let anybody. Yeah, you just walk up and you know, I'm Irish. <laughs> okay, oh, the Megan other- O'Brien, and they're like, oh yeah, the O'Brien's there back there. Go ahead, go in there. Um, the other news of last week, we are so thrilled for this. Baseball is back. I almost didn't realize how sad it would be if it didn't happen until we finally got it back and the White Sox started putting out videos and he got a little emotional about it. I said on this podcast, it wouldn't wreck me if baseball was dead forever. And (gasps) then when it came back, I realized how how happy I am that we're going to have it this year. I knew, um, and I didn't, I'm not even from a baseball town, but I just imagine my baby wearing a Mookie Betts jersey and I was like, I need it. Um, I just, the Dodgers, uh, they are near and dear and we're sending Mr. Frownface Joe Kelly to your white socks. You're going to love him. I, I like, am. I really this, think we are. He's really funny, obviously. <laughs> um, and seeing everybody show up for, um, spring training, obviously bad news coming yesterday the star of baseball, the Ja Morant of the MLB, who they, if they're smart, hitch your wagon to him. He is the fu- he is the present and the future. Fernando Tatis Jr. of the Padres injured out at least three months. This pains me. Oh, I love Fernando. He is like someone that I root for on another team when the Padres and the Dodgers play lots of like love for him um so I hope he has a speedy recovery he seems like someone that could like heal very fast you know broken wrist I believe yeah which is not great when you're a batting it is very sensation so Fernando Tatis we're thinking of you the other thing is everyone's waiting to see where Freddie Freeman goes yeah he's been linked to the Dodgers Oh, please, because the Dodgers love to spend money. Um, so Clayton Kershaw back. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I I I know everyone says the Dodgers just pay for championships, but I say please pay for another one because I love the fireworks. Our boss's favorite team, the Mets, got some. <clears throat> I guess it's good and bad news. It's it's scary news. Pete Alonso was in a serious car accident, but he is okay, and so we are really happy for Pete Alonso. He played in the Cape Cod Baseball League when I was an intern there. And he he came to our intern parties every now and then. So I'm a <gasps> like big summer fan catch, one. summer catch. I was there. We lived in the intern house. We were we had to have the parties because the players lived with host families. So yeah, true. Was the intern house was it co-ed? Oh yeah. Oh, well, my I lived gosh. with a host family, but oh, I was a frequent a girl at the intern house. <clears throat> okay, great. Oh my gosh, I love summer catch. I it mean. Was, not even a good f- film, but just like, the, I don't know, like just the vibe of it. I love it. Well, it's it's close to reality. I interned yeah. there for two summers, and let me tell you, it's it's not far off at all. You've lived Cape Cod Baseball League. You would you should take your child to a Cape Cod Baseball League game. I think that would be that'd be great. And then they also have the players do little clinics in the in the morning where they teach kids how to play baseball. So that'd be Cute. a little fun. Fun trip for you. Okay, we're going to close out the show with some big news. My co-host, Megan Gailey, she's she's famous, you guys. She's she's in this new show on Roku with Will Smith. <laughs> the yeah. Will Smith. <clears throat> yeah. And I think she's on the cock. She's on Peacock. Um, I'm not posting on, Peacock, on Instagram. but I appreciate it. So I'm just going to tell everybody that you're on Peacock, just like I tell everyone that you're on Conan. I, I'm... I'm your hype girl. Megan Gailey is famous. She has several shows out right now on the streaming devices. Tell us what you got. So the Roku channel one um, is called This Joka. We filmed it in 2019. And then, uh, yeah, so I filmed, we filmed it a month before I got married, actually. And I finally watched my episode this past week. weekend and it was like I was in that wedding mode you know like my hair I was getting like regular facials my hair looked so good my body was tight like I don't even remember what jokes I was telling because I was like god CJ I look so good um and Will and I Will and I really have chemistry and that's just like are you being sarcastic or for real no we truly have chemistry um but he has chemistry with everyone it's just like Here's the thing. And it was like, I had worked for his company. I'd worked for um, Westbrook in the past, had Mm -hmm. had done some writing stuff for them. So I'd been in the Will machine, had seen uh, Willow and Jada. Uh, Jaden, they seem like wonderful kids. Um, Jaden truly is trying to bring water to Africa and Flint, Michigan. He's like a great kid. Um, and And CJ loves Will. And I was like, yeah, you know, I could take or leave. And then he walked in and it was like, oh my God, this is a fucking movie star. You know, mm-hmm. just like, like so funny, so charming, so nice. He had an aura it, to him when he walked it, in the room. Everyone a thousand. Him. It just oozes out of him and it's genuine. And it's not even like, because we were with him for three days. And so you don't even, it's not even like, oh, he's on and then he's off. He just lives on. And I think it's, truly sincere because he loves to bring joy to people's lives um and so my episode it's only six and a half minutes because it was supposed to be on quibi um oh. the show oh my gosh quibi almost, quibi. quibi almost filmed my wedding <laughs> okay can you wow. imagine yeah 
So it's um, six and a half minutes because it was going to be on Quibi, but it's all about um, my relationship with CJ and Will giving me advice based on his relationship with Jada. And this was pre all the like really juicy red table talk stuff. So mm -hmm. It was, um, it was definitely like an interesting peek into his life. He's incredible and wonderful. So did you take this advice into your marriage? Yeah, I definitely, um, when there's like, he just was very open about like, there's lots of bad times. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, I think it broke down to being like, I think he ended up saying at one point that him and Jada had been together at 20, 22 years at that point. And he was like, I'd say like eight of them were bad. Um, or it was like an amount that I was like, damn. And you're like rich and hot. So you, it is like, you do have to like keep going. And this was before, um, we, we knew more about their relationship, but I was like, damn, Will is really willing to go there. Uh, but yeah, the shows were so fun. We filmed it at the Top Golf in Vegas, which is now infamous. Um, but we, we christened it. And, and then the premiere that I went to last night, it is, I, I work this on This is the sh show where I thought Megan was on yes. the cock, which is Peacock. She's and I not, appreciate but her friends this. are. So I'm I just going to tell everyone that she is so we get more please, people to watch this show. Please. The show is amazing. It's called Bust Down. Um, the show that I work for on HBO is called Pause with Sam J. And um, our head writers are Sam J and Langston Kerman. And they are two of the creators and stars of Bust Down. So CJ says I'm in the Sam J universe, much like the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. So this is all my friends. The other two stars are Jack Knight, Chris Red, um, who you'll know from SNL and Keenan, who is from Chicago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is so funny so kind so they had the premiere last night so i brought my big ass belly there um freddie freddie gibbs famous rapper apparently um told me congrats and said wow when he saw my belly the the show is so so funny um it's on peacock it's set in gary indiana so you Ooh. know i love that and yeah created by a lot of friends and I, I hope people watch that. And Pause with Sam J is going to be coming out this summer, probably. Okay. I was in the first season. I got to be in a bunch. The second season, they'll be filming right when I'm healing from what birth. I mentioned earlier. Okay. Um, but did help write on it, and I... And I, and I love it. And you know what? Tonight, if you're in Los Angeles and you hear this before... Um, this evening, I'm doing a show. Tickets are free, but it's at one of the theaters at the Disney Concert Hall downtown, which is one of the coolest buildings in Los Angeles. And it is a BBC radio broadcast. It's going to be myself, Barry Jenkins, who is the director of Moonlight, and then one of um, the guys who just won for CODA uh, mm -hmm. won a Golden Globe. And CJ keeps being like, why are you on this show? I'm like, just let it happen. Um, so they're going to be interviewed about like diversity and representation in film and I'm going to be doing stand up. <laughs> so, we'll Great. see. Okay. Yeah. I'm very impressed. I saw yesterday you're going to be performing until at least April 1st. First. Yeah, CJ's got me roped into doing um a sports um specific stand up show on April 1st and so I'm like, okay, I'll keep going. I'm I'm in pain. Um okay. I'm uncomfortable. But it is nice to be doing stand-up, and the crowds are so nice, and it's like, it's just, it's fun to even just walk out with this huge belly and have people be like, 
what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I actually, I, I don't know if you'll get mad about this, but I've been marathon training since November and my race is coming up here April 18th, <gasps> the Boston Marathon. And I've wow. five 20 mile long runs. And I usually only do one 20 mile long run before my big yeah. race, but I really want to break three hours. So I've been putting in some extra work, but I am so mentally done with running and training mm -hmm. that I told a friend, I imagine this is what it's like at the end of pregnancy where you're just done with it. Like yeah. you don't even want to think about it. And I just, I don't even want to run the race right now. I'm just done. I, <laughs> I'm done. I know it will be great and I'll, it will be fun and I'll do it. But I, uh, it, the thought of running right now just makes me want to, yeah. I want to jump out my window. You know, it's not dissimilar because it's like, everyone's like, you're almost finished. And then it's like, yes. And then what awaits me? Childbirth. <laughs> um, so it's like kind of, you're like, I'm running yeah. 20 miles and then you have to run more yeah. with a bunch of people. Um, so that's going to be a big week for us because it looks like I'm going to be induced a week early. We will both um, probably poop ourselves on uh, yeah. April 18th. And I, and I won't even, um, know. I won't even know. They'll clean it up before I find out. And then CJ will just tell me later. And I'll be like, great. I have no issues with it. I feel like I'm going to go in and poop my poop on the table on purpose. And they're like, you don't even have the epidural yet. Why didn't you get up? <laughs> oh my God. Um, thank you everybody for dealing with us and listening to our gross body commentary and listening to us make fun of sports. We're going to be back next week with another episode, but make sure that you enter the extra points arcade contest for March Madness because it's going to be a lot of fun. We all love filling out a bracket and you can win a thousand bucks. So why not enter? It's free. And also Brittany Griner is still in Russia. So we'll keep updating you on that. Whatever the fuck they get her back. And next time we record, we are hoping that the Colts have a new quarterback. Oh, and let it be, let it be good. Let it be good. Let it not be uh, just these names. At this point, I'm like, call up Curtis Painter. What the hell's going on? Jimmy Garoppolo or Matt Ryan to Indianapolis. Thank you everyone for listening. Please head on over to Extra Points, the Money Grab podcast channel where you can subscribe to all of our shows. Rate and review so that we get moved up in that podcast list. Yeah. And we will see you all next week. Bye. Happy St. Patrick's Day.